0: Welcome to the Pixel Pals Podcast, hosted by Xanadude and Zach. Today we have lots to talk about, so how about we just dive right in?
1: Good to be here, Zach. We uh, First things first, we wanted to talk about a game that is very near and dear to our hearts. I don't know about you, Zach, but I played a lot of Halo 3 in my youth. Uh, and as of the, I don't know, maybe a few days ago, they have announced that the Halo 3 servers are sunsetting. So there's going to be some things that you're able to do. Um, but it seems like most of the multiplayer options are not going to be available anymore how do you feel about that
0: well you know it is an, it, it's a really really whole game i mean you know i it, heartbroken isn't the right word because i mean like it's time you know yeah, it, I, it, it's it, it's time i'm sad i'm bummed i mean i couldn't tell you the last time i touched a halo game so i don't think i'm as bummed as some people um but yeah, I mean it's 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 the end of an era for sure.
1: I'm surprised they've lasted this long, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, talking about a game that's I don't know, I played it in middle school, uh, oh so, yeah, so it, it's been a while, for over ten years, I'd say. Um, so end of an era, but with Halo Infinite coming up, I'm sure that they're dedicating a lot more resources to that. Even oh, if definitely, it's, if it's the same company, I'm not sure. But either way, Halo Infinite's coming out soon. I'm sure you can scratch that multiplayer itch if you want to. I don't know how many people are still playing Halo 3 online, so... Uh, Yeah,
0: you know, it's funny because it's the same thing. Like, I remember when the uh, the, uh, Infinity Ward announced, oh, Modern Warfare 2 lobbies are closing, and everyone was like, oh, this is an outrage. But, I mean, I feel like there's not a lot of people. And, I mean, even if they are, it's just, it's a hacker's playground once you jump into those lobbies so. yeah
1: once they stop supporting like a lot of the anti cheat aspects of it it literally becomes unplayable for most people so maybe it's a good thing that they did it um, we're gonna move on to uh, more of like a pop culture topic uh, with the rising popularity of squid game uh the tv show on netflix there has been a twitch streamer that has been named squid game before the show came out did not know uh, obviously about the show that was in production and now they're facing like a ton of negative press like people are like roasting this person online and I just could not imagine that happening. I bet any press is good press, but I don't know, what do you think about that?
0: No, I don't I also don't believe in the any press is good press thing because if you know anything about the show Squid Game, I don't know if I'd want that kind of press. And I think it's I think it's sad because they've had this name long before the show has been around, and now all these brands that they have are dropping them, and they're like, oh, we don't want to be affiliated with you. And, you know, it's it, it's tough, because, like, I mean, they're losing work now. Yeah. Like, I mean,
1: they're, it, they're, they're losing, like, money. It's like how Squid Game, like, put that number in to the show. Did you hear about that? Yes. Where they put a number in for, like, you're supposed to call to join the Squid Game or whatever, and that was, like, an actual person's phone number, and they <laughs> were getting, like, thousands, if not thousands of calls a day. And I guess ne- they didn't check to see if that was a real phone number and end up causing one person in Korea, uh, South Korea, a very, very hard few weeks until that whole issue was resolved.
0: God, and I'm sure a high phone bill, too. Yeah. Like, if it, they're getting international calls.
1: Yeah. I, I bet they didn't answer. But still, that would be just so annoying. It's like telemarketers 24-7, except, oh. you know, it's just like a random kid being like, is this Squid Game?
0: Yeah, I uh, that yeah, I mean that sucks. I feel so bad for the for the Squid Game streamer. Um I think it's kind of silly too that the companies are now like, "Oh, we don't want to be affiliated with you," even though they've been affiliated for uh, however many years now. Um it's just sad. Sucks.
1: It's like, I was here first. Yeah, honestly. Uh, now, to some video game action, we are going to be talking about some news uh, during this today's episode, but also some video games. And the first one that I want to talk about today is a game called Inscription. Um, I don't believe Zach has played this game, but I have been grinding this nonstop. So it is about 20 bucks on Steam. And if you're a fan of like Slay the Spire, um, or any really uh, monster train, or any really like deck building roguelike, I guess that's a really niche game niche i don't know how you say it Yeah, niche, niche uh <laughs> genre but it is insane first off it is horror aspected so there is a horror story that is around this game and i don't really get freaked out by like scary things in media like if i don't like horror movies but i'll watch them but i'm not like terrified of them but this game really the music uh the premise uh is really really scary and if you, that's not for you that's not for you but it's a deck building roguelike where you are progressing through a map and you try to build the best deck. The saddest part about this game is to summon creatures. You know, in like Yu-Gi-Oh, you have to sacrifice creatures. Right. You have to do the same thing in this game, but you have to sacrifice squirrels. So like that is like your mana or that what? is like your ability to cast cards.
0: So sorry to cut you off. So do you just have like 20 squirrel cards
1: in your deck? You, yeah, so you can either draw your deck or draw a squirrel card. So like if there's a situation and each squirrel gives you a certain amount of blood and you have to pay (laughs) blood to summon cards like you could summon a wolf with two blood. Um, It is dark. There is a uh, aspect of the game where you're in you're like in a cabin and you've been captured and you have to get out of the cabin by beating uh, the person in a card game. But a lot of the rules change like this person is clearly in control. And when you die, you actually get to make like a death card of yourself. Uh, You know combining like a lot of the cards that you use in that run which like gives you a leg up on the next run It is really good. If you like those types of games. I definitely would give it a try It's a really fresh take Uh, games like hearthstone or like magic the gathering online have so many like Abilities and you know things that are in play at once and this game really just goes back to the roots And you really don't have to worry about that. They are do a really good job of explaining it You still have things like items that you can use to help you out Um, But for anybody that likes those genres, I would highly recommend it. I don't want to talk too much about it because a lot of the story is something that I want you to experience for yourself, and I don't want to talk over Zach, uh, our co-host, for the rest of the episode. But if you are into those kinds of games, I know I said it before, check out Inscription on Steam.
0: Man, oh man, Gary Bowser, the scourge of the Mushroom Kingdom, (laughs) like, wow, wow.
1: When I looked at this story, I thought it was an Onion article or, like, some sort of clickbait. Um, Apparently, this is real. So, Zach, I'm going to let you talk a little bit more about it.
0: So, Gary Bowser got caught. I guess he participated in a hacking enterprise to unlock Nintendo Switches. Um, He's facing $4.5 million on top of the jail time. Um, I guess he, like, had worked with these people in the past. Like, I guess he was part of this hacker enterprise before he got his job at nintendo and i think he left and then like and it was like a secret like no one knew about it um but it just wild especially because and it was so funny because i read this article the day after we we recorded the episode where we talked about how terrible the emulations on switch were and how it, it very possibly could be some pirated thing and then i saw this and it just it was uncanny and now i
1: really am wondering like or they pirated? Was his name always Bowser, or was that something that he changed? <laughs> I feel like if your last name was Bowser, like of course you're going to be like the enemy of Nintendo. Like it's it's almost fate at that point. Yeah, it
0: was an inside job all along, Xana, dude. It was an I,
1: inside job. I can't believe it. Uh, so yeah, he is going to face some hefty fines, and hopefully, we don't have any big. Uh, uh, what's another enemy from Mario? chain
0: chomp yeah (laughs) chain
1: chomp gary charlie uh, chain chomp (laughs) yeah is gonna be the next person to uh unlock switches and i have seen some of this stuff online where you can like unlock your switches and you this has been a thing on like a lot of consoles and even like phones like you could Mm -hmm. jailbreak an iphone you can jailbreak i remember uh seeing one of my friends at school have a like an unlocked psp oh yeah and you're like i don't know if they i don't know what kind of security measures were in place but they were able to do some crazy stuff on that. Get some crazy games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and hackers are close to breaking the PS5 jailbreak too.
0: I've read that uh, they're getting close, apparently.
1: I I can only imagine. And I mean, the people that do this, Nintendo is known to crack down on this stuff. They oh, are uh, they are terrible. Ter- i don't want to say terrible because it is their company and they do own these ips and these products but they have been known to spend a lot of resources stopping this a lot more than other companies uh and you know go into litigation a lot more yeah it
0: just it's just wild it's just wild i, I like i have no other words for it other than just don't do it like you know buy the games normally be a normal
1: person I don't yeah. know or emulate them at least like right. I, <laughs> just don't unlock your switch or don't run a hacking empire where you unlock people's switches or also show them how that, to do it. And like, it's so funny because I know plenty of people who then like, you know, they've
0: jailbroken their iPhone and then like, oh, like, like this, this and this and this and this won't work on my iPhone anymore. I don't get it. And it's like,
1: I... really? <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, it's,
0: it's running like, God knows how many foreign programs. No, yeah. no wonder why the, your little brick doesn't work anymore. It, it wasn't meant to do that. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. We are going to transition to um, Inscription was an indie game, but this is going to be like our indie game of the week. Um, this has been covered by, uh, I don't know if anybody listens to the Besties podcast, but this was covered by them. And uh, I tried it out because of that recommendation. And man, oh man, Death's Gambit. Um, I don't remember what they just re-released their game because apparently when they released it like three or four years ago, there was some issues and some bugs that they needed to work out. But Death's Gambit is basically like a Dark Souls game, but in like 16-bit. And just like Dark Souls, you can customize the way that you play the game. Uh, You can customize what weapon you use. And it feels very good. Um, I guess it would fall under the Metroidvania category. So if you are itching for something after Metroid Prime, Dread, Metroid Dread. Yes. Yeah, I almost made that mistake. (laughs) Uh, Definitely give this a look. And I played maybe an hour of it. Uh, And as someone who is not very fond of Dark Souls games because of that difficulty and just because I don't have a ton of time to commit to it, Just Gamble was really fun. And just kind of like a breath of fresh air, Um, especially since this is the game season. Um, So we're going to have a bunch of games getting released soon. But if that's your genre, maybe you should give it a look. So is there is it like straight souls like
0: this is the difficulty?
1: I actually did not check. I believe it's like that though. Um, And but the good thing about this game is is that you can play it on the Switch and it runs at sixty frames per second, which is really helpful. Obviously, because it is just such a dodge and dash and move kind of game, Uh, and you just like Metroid uh, Dread. You unlock new abilities as you go throughout the game uh, that allow you to do more things like jump, dash, double jump. You know, mm-hmm. close gaps.
0: Is it like other platforming aspects? Yes, to that platforming as well.
1: aspect as well as like the there are those like notorious boss fights that are known for the Souls games.
0: <laughs> yes, let me ask you this: How should pirated games be handled?
1: Now that's a lo- I don't want to say that's a loaded question, but are we talking about emulated or pirated? Because pirated is assuming that you are, like, downloading an illegal copy. Emulation is a little bit different. Um, it's like a little less bad. <laughs> it is a little less bad because a lot of times you can get off with being like, "Oh, I own the copy of this game. I just want to play it on my computer."
0: Right. Um, no, I agree. I mean, I don't know. I feel like games as a media still isn't taken super duper seriously. Like, like, so I don't know. I mean, I feel like if it's tougher for the FBI to be like hand over your stock of pirated games we're taking you in they're like they're gonna see them and be like eh,
1: like we got bigger fish to fry uh pirating is uh a serious you wouldn't download a car i mean no no this (laughs) is true and like and i'm not like it's a super serious offense but did i pirate a bunch of songs off limewire in limewire and destroy my mom's computer when (laughs) i was a kid yeah of course i think we all did the amount of pirated
0: movies that i've watched in my life like that i've either bought from people or
1: received from people just as like a here you go is extreme before i know what viruses were on a computer I, I think I pirated, like, every form of media. Oh, yeah. In this In um, Hopefully the statute of limitations uh, is on, because I think I just confessed to a crime. <laughs> uh, but, I, you know, I don't think we've reached enough viewership where I'm going to, you know, get handled by the government on this. <laughs> I don't either. But there are going to be people that say, and I, I am always for this argument, no matter what the context is, I will not spend $120 on a specific N64 game uh, to get shipped to my house from eBay when I could get that game for free online.
0: A hundred percent. And I mean, I think this also just speaks out to like accessibility of res- getting X game. Like, I mean, you know, and I will say Nintendo is trying to solve that problem. I think with their online like services now, where yeah. it's like, because it is. I mean, it's impossible to get an original copy of a link to the past for the. SNES but now you don't need to because oh you pay this nifty little uh subscription
1: and now you got it online but I think Nintendo and I'm not sure about this because I don't work there but Nintendo is doing their online N64 service but if you notice when you use it it's not like the virtual NES it's just like you can use that system to get N64 games you're not playing a virtual N64 right where you have like a whole catalog of N64 games which I guess that's what we would like uh, that would definitely stop a lot of pirating. I mean, not just for N64, but just you have you have like the Dolphin emulator. You have a lot of these different emulators that are going to run like Game Boy games. If you've ever looked at the Game Boy category on Twitch, right? People are doing Nuzlocke runs. People mm-hmm. are doing all these different runs of Pokemon. And unless you have some sort of weird capture card arrangement for your DS, which can happen. I've seen videos on how to get your DS to go to a monitor. No one's doing that. Like no. that, you are emulating a game, which is a little bit different than pirating. But that is something that is being broadcasted on Twitch. You are watching someone emulate a game. A lot of these people who are—I don't actually know if the people that do speed runs of like Super Mario Brother, uh, you know, Super Mario or uh, Ocarina of Time. Also, the Ocarina of Time speed run record just got broken the Again? other day. What? It is less than four minutes. That is obscene. Do, oh, I'm worried going on a tangent. Do not look at the t- comments of that Twitter article because everyone's like, I want to play, you should play the game the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> you think someone that's speedrunning Ocarina of Time has never actually played the game all the way through? Of course they have. They're speedrunning speed it because they know the game better than they know themselves. And there are <laughs> versions of speedruns where it is glitchless and you do watch somebody play through the entire game without glitches. Right. But it's just not as popular. No. Okay, getting back to it, there are people who are streaming these games, broadcasting them uh, to the point where I mean, if it was that big of a deal, I feel like you could get like some sort of DMCA strike or right.
0: Yeah, and I mean, clearly the pirating is—I uh, like, mean, it's more of a deal. I mean, look at Gary Bowser; he's getting busted big time about it um, than the emulation because I don't think I've ever seen anyone get busted because of an emulation.
1: Yeah, I think. No one's... I I would, I don't think I could get busted by pirating something on my own computer. The Gary Bowser situation... I just love saying that name. The Gary <laughs> Bowser situation, he was like facilitating the oh, pirating, absolutely, right? Like he absolutely. He was the one that was like, okay, here's how you do it. I'll do it for you. I don't know exactly, but...
0: I mean, that's what a... That, at least the articles that I've read, that's what it sounded like to me as well. Um. I'm still on the topic of the pirating thing, you sent me this hilarious article where like back in 94 or whatever... Um, Nintendo like paid some like big amount of like money for like some random country and they went around and grabbed all these pirated games and like ran over them with like a truck or something, right?
1: Yeah, it was pirated uh, Game Boys. Yes, like yes, so yes. they were like pirated consoles or like fake consoles, and they were steamrolled. I think it, I want to say like D- D- Dutch isn't a, a country. I don't know. It was a European country where they steamrolled over like 10,000 like 10, yeah, of, 10, of them while Mario watched. Mar- there was a guy in a Mario costume <laughs> who watched it. That's awesome. I was like, this is like the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I know.
0: It's so bizarre. Like, I almost wonder, like, I mean, back before there was like memes, that I think, well, like, I feel like, especially with the Mario thing, they were doing that for the
1: meme. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nintendo has always taken this stuff seriously. Yes, yes, yes um we're gonna move on to a topic that's a little more mm, sad i guess um i just think it's important to you know we, we do like news here as well as like news for games but um following the travis scott astroworld incident uh which was yesterday or maybe two days nah, ago yeah it was over the weekend um uh unfortunately i think i don't know the exact number um i think it's eight I,
0: I, yeah i think eight is eight, eight the final or number, eleven
1: yeah. i'm getting different kind of Uh, Numbers. There are some people that were hurt and uh, may have passed on the way to the hospital. Um, But Travis Scott had a concert where the gates were rushed. And unfortunately, um, a lot of people did lose their lives in that uh, experience. And the worst part was, is that Travis Scott was warned that stuff was happening. uh, And instead of shutting the concert down to allow medical staff to properly assess the situation, uh, he instead continued to use uh, to just continue, um, which was terrible, it's absolute tragedy. Uh, and a lot of companies, including Fortnite, are removing their affiliations with Travis Scott. So you can no longer use the Travis Scott emo in Fortnite. Um, tr- Fortnite was hosted the virtual Astro World last year. That event, um, and it's just just bringing light to the absolute tragedy that passed over the weekend.
0: Yeah, it's really crazy. I've been reading a lot about it and how this like celebrity god complex. Like you know, we treat these celebrities as literal gods and how like dangerous that is for us as a society clearly because i mean eight people died at this and, concert and, 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 and it was
1: a couple young people in yes there.
0: no like there are people like i mean like like i mean college kids yeah and especially like it sucks because it's like you know oh man i saved up this money to go have a fun time at this concert of for an artist that i really enjoy but it also like it just goes to show like mob mentality too yeah i mean you know because i mean when you're in the moment and you're super hyped up about it sometimes you just don't notice things like that but um a lot of videos have been servicing of, of like other artists who have had situations similar to this happen i know post malone is one where he sees it happening like because there are a couple people in the crowd saying like oh this person needs help like this person needs help and post malone shuts his whole concert he, he goes and unplugs everything and, and he starts like like yelling into the mic like hey that person needs help like everyone stop stop singing stop dancing this yeah. person needs help like but you hear the crowd like they don't even care like he's not singing none of the music is playing and they're just singing along to his song as if it's still going on.
1: Yeah, artists do have a responsibility to be aware of like warnings. Like the security and medical team can only do so much if the performance is still happening. And if you're aware of the situation it obviously has to stop. Think about like metal bands and like the whole metal genre. Oh, I know. Mosh pitting is like such a big thing in that community. And, you know, you're talking about a group where, you know, you're willingly kind of putting yourself in harm's way. I mean, in a controlled environment, hopefully. But I've seen like a lot of takes where metal bands will absolutely just stop and be like, this needs to stop or like you need to help this person. And I think artists do need to take responsibility for that. I know they're not perfect. Um, I just think the way he handled it was absolutely wrong. Uh, Even his apology video just. Oh, it was
0: awful. It made me sick.
1: Yeah, like I,
0: really did. I, I did not feel good. I it was just so phony. It just it it really does it it sucks because and I mean bel- I mean I honestly think he's kind of getting the hate that he deserves about this. Like this is not a good situation.
1: Yeah, and I don't think it's a time uh, to make jokes or light at the situation. That's not what we're doing. No, um, but I have seen a lot of stuff on TikTok and Twitter where I mean this happened like two days ago. And there are people trying to, you know, make light of the situation with jokes, and it's it's just too serious to make make that. Uh, so we didn't want to bring down the vibe. But, I, you know, this is a kind of video game, but also pop culture uh, podcast. So we just wanted to, you know, have our take on it. And both of our takes, we seem to agree that it's just an absolute tragedy. Um, I think he should be held accountable if he 100%. knew, if he was aware. And there's been stuff that come out from like his previous managers um, where a previous manager of his actually had a seizure while they were all at yes, a party. Yes,
0: I heard about this. And then he got like wicked pissed and fired him, right?
1: Yeah, and he said, I don't like want you doing that. And again, you're talking about someone who's been in the music industry for a while, that they have no reason to lie about this. Absolutely disgusting behavior on his front.
0: Oh God, the manager thing made me so mad when I read it because I'm like, as if a manager can control when he has a seizure like it's yeah. a medical condition like i can't control when i have an asthma attack like, yeah it's
1: like you are judging and also fi- he also didn't help him he didn't no. call the police uh, or the hospital or anything like that but yeah i mean just totally making light of someone's very real and very life-threatening disability
0: craziness uh switching gears back to the
1: uh, video game community skyrim anniversary edition What will they do next? Maybe make a new Elder Scrolls game. Just kidding.
0: Why would they do that when they have Skyrim?
1: I know that... um, So Microsoft has bought out Bethesda. And their next big project is Starfield, which is basically going to be like those types of games in space. Uh, So like a very open world space game. I've been following it as much as I can, but there is not a lot released out about Starfield. But Skyrim Anniversary Edition is going to be the base game plus uh, over like 100 mods that the community has made. And basically, uh, I'm okay about it. Like, I know that people are going to play it. I know people are going to buy it. And if you own the special edition or whatever the last one was, yeah. you can buy it for $20 instead of the $50. It's
0: like a $20 like, upgrade thing, right?
1: Yeah, this will be the third time I've bought Skyrim if I choose to purchase it. And I think I might, honestly. Oh,
0: no. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to, but also I think part of it is like, I mean, I played Skyrim so, so, so much like to the point of, Like I don't get any of the good brain endorphins when I turn it on. It's more of just like a, like I feel like I'm in a rut when I when I I I I'm going going to work. Yes, no, honestly, and I mean, know what? Good, good on you if you want to get the uh, special anniversary, the special anniversary edition. Lost my words there. Um, Not for me, Um, especially because at least like now, like the special edition on the PS4 and Xbox, like you can get. All these mods on it too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they do make it very accessible. But apparently, since they were going to re release this version, it's going to basically, the people who make mods are going to have to redo them just to keep up to date. I did want to see what you think about this though. So I saw on TikTok about Skyrim. Okay. That's where I'll get most of my information. Just kidding. But there is, what was that big dark cave that you had to go through? It's like the huge cave. You have to do it for the main quest. I can't remember. Uh, it's like a It's like an underground city, basically.
0: Oh, is that to get like the literal Elder Scroll? Yes. Oh, um,
1: I can't tell you the name of the cave,
0: okay. but like it's all, like the like yes, the, the ruins. Yes. And, yeah.
1: Okay. You know when you're in like the actual cave part, there is like a big like lantern light on the yes, top of it. Yes. Apparently, if you shout, there's a dragon in there. How did you know that? Yeah. Did, how how many? T- I've played the game all the way through, beaten the story probably five or six times. How did people figure that out?
0: You know, and it's funny, I figured it out on accident because I just I think I was just like at a good angle or something just and accidentally
1: pressed the button.
0: Yeah, well, like I'm like fighting, so I go and shout, and then it just my carried, shout yeah. it, like like it carried past the person and hit the and then all of a sudden, and I didn't register at first, but then all of a sudden a dragon's attacking me, and I'm like, what the hell is happening right now? And I'm looking around, and then I see like something's different about the lamp, and I'm like, oh, no way! And I looked it up afterwards, and. Sure enough, if you shout at the at this like big orb mm-hmm. thing a dragon
1: pops out. So with that on that note I as much <laughs> as I would love to rebuy the I, I think I will rebuy the game but I don't know if I I might just see how it goes first. Yeah I it's think
0: gonna, I mean it's gonna be fine like it, especially I mean if they're putting all their resources towards this and not a new game, I think it'll be just great. yeah
1: so I think after this we are going to take a quick break. Thank you all for tuning in and we will be right back. And we are back. Uh, so there is a new kind of bigger game that just launched uh, the other day, and that is Call of Duty Vanguard. Never heard of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, if you haven't heard about it, it is the newest game in the Call of Duty franchise. Uh, it's our yearly release. Uh, did you play Cold War at all? No. Did you play... At mono, I think we both stopped oh, at Mono yes. Warfare. Yes. And,
0: I. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like every few years I'm like, oh this is the one that they they're gonna fix it they finally figured it out and then i am always burned and then shocked as to why the company that has burned me for a decade is still burning me
1: (laughs) i feel like that was warzone because people are still playing that game you still see tournaments like even though cold war came out since it is like battle royale i feel like it's gonna have a much longer shelf life than like cold war
0: oh definitely well because like i mean i like warzone is carry warzone is carried over like two, three games now, right?
1: Yeah. Well, this will be the second one released since Modern Warfare. Yeah. Right, uh, Warzone. Oops. That slipped through. Warzone. Uh, and Call of Duty Vanguard is set in World War Two. Again. Yeah. Again, yeah. <laughs> so we're not super know- knowledgeable on this game because I don't think either of us are going to play it. No. But we did just want to talk a little bit about it. From what I've seen from social media, it's your standard Call of Duty. They have released an anti-cheat, uh, something that they've been really pushed for with their other games except this anti-cheat works a lot differently than the other ones do really okay so here's what happens they have these like player mannequins around the map they're just like white mannequins that uh are like registered as players in the game although like they're obviously not players so what happens is people who run anti-cheats like auto-aimers will shoot these mannequins and then if you shoot enough of these mannequins like in a certain time frame They're going to flag you and be like, okay, this person's definitely hacking. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I think it's interesting. I mean, it's definitely something that they needed to introduce in a lot of their games. They still have a hard time. Like seven games ago. Yeah. But one thing I did see about Call of Duty Vanguard is they brought back the play of the game instead of the final kill cam. So the play of the game, just like Overwatch and other games, they... Highlight one of the best plays in the game, except that seems to not be working. because
0: You know, it's funny, Xanadu. I was just going to interrupt you and say, I saw this crazy play of the game where someone vaulted into a window. I saw
1: one where it, <laughs> they just stood there and did nothing. And it was like, oh, sick. Like, awesome.
0: I mean, it's a, right now, it's kind of like a meme in the community, too, I think, right now. Cause like, I've seen a bunch of TikToks where everyone's like, yo, these plates of the games are unreal.
1: Yeah, that's something that'll probably be patched up eventually. Oh, I for, sure. for right now we're just kind of having a fun time with it. So, let's talk about a game that both of us are actually hyped for. Not that oh, we're wait. Call of Duty haters, but again, there's a ton of shooters out there. Most of them are free at this point. You could still play Warzone and get that fixed, but introduce it for a sec. Elden Ring. Now explain Elden Ring like I'm 5. Um so, there's this
0: game that's really really hard but it looks really really cool and you get to do really cool things and there's a horse in it and have you heard ha, do mommy and daddy watch game of thrones Yes. Yeah. it's by the guy who made game of thrones wait really yeah he's like writing for it oh i
1: did not know that wait yeah <laughs> no i didn't yeah
0: yeah it's um that's cool yeah it's him and um why can't i think of his name the guy that does dark souls
1: george R. R. martin
0: well george R. R. martin <laughs> and the guy who like and then the like, guy who does dark souls like um
1: I, I don't know. I, I can't I'm i playing Dark Souls 1 right now. Yeah. I had a, um, and it is very difficult. I do not think I'll finish it.
0: But yeah, no, it's like... And I guess it's gonna... They're gonna really... Like, I think that's gonna be the new, like... Their new series. Like, it's... Like, I, from what I understand, it's gonna be like
1: Elden Ring 1, and then Elden Ring 2, Elden Ring 3. So Dark Souls is uh, traditionally more linear in a sense where you can walk around and go to different things, but you can't, like... It's not open world in a right. sense, right? It's it's
0: no Breath of the Wild. Um, Dark Souls also historically soul crushingly
1: hard. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm 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 uh, uh uh I'm very hesitant to buy this game. I definitely will, but since I'm someone who is not good at Souls games, I'm still learning. But I want to be able to enjoy this game and like to the fullest. I guess I'll just have to get good or just put a lot of time into it to mm-hmm. learn the mechanics. But from what I've seen, it looks amazing. You have a horse. The horse can fly with you. Yes. Not fly, but, like, in the trailer, you, like, run over, like, a wind patch that's supposed to put you up. And I thought, if you're on a horse, it wouldn't work. But, no, it did. It raises the horse, too.
0: Uh, Yeah, I just... I think I'm excited about this more so for the lore that they'll, you know, throw together than the actual gameplay. Um, I think I'll do fine with the gameplay. Um if one game has trained me for souls games it is jedi fallen order because that game has
1: like the souls dodge mechanic
0: right and that game has the difficulty settings so you start off easy and then you can bump it up a little bit more yeah and then a little bit more and then by the time you have it off to the highest difficulty you're at souls level but you you, you just you know how to do everything and it just so i think i'm in a good spot for it um but yeah, I'm really excited. It looks gorgeous.
1: It looks beautiful. My computer will probably run it on lowest settings, which I'm fine with. Uh, but you are graced with a PS5, so I'm sure you're not going to yes. have a bad time with it. Yes, I'm one of the three people on planet
0: Earth that was able to get a PS5 legitimately.
1: <laughs> they haven't. Sh- uh, so just like a Souls game, you can customize the way that you play it. You could mm-hmm. be a spellcaster. You could be a melee. There's you a bunch be a of different. Thief, like... Yeah, there's a bunch of different weapons that you can choose from, and the open world just looks absolutely beautiful like
0: in the trailer like was uh, like, a, like a ruined castle on the side of a mountain There's just,
1: and there's a big pot a big pot that you're friends with that's right yes i just imagine how much soup you could fit in that thing it's it was huge. good soup good yeah someone had to say <laughs> um, um so that's going to be releasing in february ish yeah yeah and i mean i'll have uh winter break at the end of february so i might be able to just like grind this game I have no wife, so I'll definitely grind the
0: game. Yeah, <laughs> uh, February is going to be tough because there's a few, like I mean, Horizon Forbidden West, especially. Like when does that come out? Uh, February twenty second or twenty
1: third. Oh, that's going to be rough. Yeah. Well, all right. So we will probably do like a full review of both of those games because mm-hmm. I'm a really big fan of the Horizon series um i mean i say series there's only been one one but but i played the heck out of that one
0: dude me too i'm pretty didn't i give you my copy of it
1: yes you did actually Uh, oh
0: dude like i have been waiting so long for the next horizon
1: and i cannot wait i still have your copy of pokemon sword i think keep it it's all yours (laughs) yeah um i do not play it very much but it was a short one (laughs) it was no but we're not talking about that today uh, another Pokemon Go-like game. Uh, so the Harry Potter one that was like Pokemon Go got shut down. Really? It was out for like two months. And was then... it because
0: of J.K. Rowling's controversy? No, or... it was just because
1: it was bad, I think. I oh, don't know. oh. <laughs> yeah, it said it was going to be bigger than Pokemon Go, and then it wasn't, and then it's gone. Um, but Pikmin <laughs> Bloom has recently reached a level of popularity. Uh, I mean, it hasn't been out for too long, but it is like a Pokemon Go-esque game where you walk around and you have pikmin instead of pokemon and it looks adorable
0: i mean yeah all the pikmin games are super duper cute so that's a fran-
1: that's a franchise that has not released anything in a while right there's correct three, there's three of them I yeah there's say.
0: three i know one's coming soonish right wasn't there one at a nintendo direct like announced not too long ago i thought
1: you'd know better than i probably this is going to build some hype for that if it is happening oh Um, totally i'm definitely i downloaded it i played it for a little bit uh when i took my dog on walks and if you like pokemon go if you spend a lot of time outside walking around i definitely would give it a try they are just kind of releasing it now so just like when pokemon go came out there was only you know so much to do but yeah definitely check out that if you are more of a mobile gamer mario kart
0: eight deluxe bundle for the fourth time.
1: <laughs> I think it has been every year. So Nintendo is doing their Black Friday sale this year, uh, with the Mario Kart eight bundle for the Switch. Again.
0: It's just to me, that's it's wild because, you know, the first year, yeah. There's not a lot of titles out really for the Switch yet. The 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 library isn't gigantic at that point. Bundle a game that you can play with your friends. Second year, like Okay, like, maybe there's not a lot of party games out for it, sure. But la- last in this year's, there's no excuse. There's, I mean, now they've got the new Mario Party. That's
1: wild to me that they did not make a Mario Party bundle.
0: Like, like they have an Animal Crossing bundle, though. Like, that when Animal Crossing came out, they had, like, an Animal Crossing bundle for yeah. it.
1: Well, they had the Animal Crossing Switch. Yes. Yeah, which yeah. sold out instantly. Instantly,
0: I know. But yeah, it's, like, it, wild to me. Like, I'm sorry, but... If you have a Switch and you don't have Mario Kart 8, like, I mean, 95% of people who own a Switch own Mario Kart 8. I am in the
1: 5%. I, uh, yes, I know I, you're I in the 5%. It. Um, but I do not own But I think it's crazy. They should have done something different. It is their most selling game, so it's the game on the Switch that has sold the most copies.
0: But I think that's what's mind-boggling to me is, like, really of all of the games to push, you're going to push the one that's selling the most. Maybe, Maybe do, like... Your third best-selling game. <laughs> yeah, like I'm do, ha, do. Have they
1: released a Breath of the Wild? No, I think they should.
0: That would no, be... that would be insane. A Breath of the Wild themed Switch, the new one too. Like maybe like a uh, Breath of the Wild themed OLED Switch. Yeah, that would make a killing. I it's would also, sell my soul for that. It's
1: also crazy to me that they it is not the OLED version. I know it is the regular base model. So i feel like they're handicapping themselves with that i get it that if you are buying like a bundle for black friday for christmas for your family and your kids you want a multiplayer game but mario party just came out wouldn't you try to boost those sales boost right. those numbers up I, I, like and like and I, we're not
0: saying that you shouldn't buy mario Kart eight like at all that's one of my favorite party games period however like i said it's been out for And Mario Kart 8 has been out for years and years and years. Like, it wasn't originally on the Switch. It was originally on the Wii U, and then they, like, remastered it for Switch and called it Mario Kart 8 Deluxe.
1: Yeah. And... So,
0: like, this game has been out for
1: years. And we did talk about Mario Party, about how it should be in the bundle, but it is a great game. It has gotten, like, overwhelmingly positive reviews. Which I
0: was shocked by, because usually Mario Party is notoriously end friendships, but... uh... Yeah,
1: I can't remember if we talked about it last episode, but it has been reviewed very well. It has a lot of the maps from the old games, Mm -hmm. and it has, like, 100-plus minigames. Definitely, if you're looking for something to kill time with, uh, if you have Nintendo Switch online, it could definitely be a fun thing to do. Yes, yes, yes. So, we are going to switch gears. Uh, Zach has been replaying... Not replaying. Zach has been playing the Mass Effect games games for the first time. Yes. Uh, He has... Started Mass Effect 2 yep. very recently. I which, love it. Which is regarded as the best Mass Effect game. Uh, but since, I don't know if it was today or yesterday. When was N7 Day? Yesterday. Yes. As we film this on Monday. ourselves. Film, <laughs> yeah, at film. As we record this on Monday, N7 Day was yesterday, this Sunday. Um, and they did release a kind of a teaser poster uh, for the new Mass Effect game, which will be coming out in. People are hyped about it. I don't know why because everyone crapped on Andromeda, but
0: and I actually I want to talk to that because I think people crapped on Andromeda the same reason that people crapped on The Last
1: of Us Part 2. It just wasn't what they had known. At yes, this point. and I
0: but I also think a lot of people were like, "Oh, Mass Effect 3 was so bad. How dare they release a new one?" Cuz like I've listened to plenty of reviews of that game where people are like this is such a good like this is what the series needed after three, like to just kind of leave it all behind and do something new. Yeah. Um, so I'll go and play Andromeda, especially now that like I'm getting into the series. Like I thought I was just gonna be like, okay, I'll do the original trilogy and I'll be good. But I mean I'm only like two hours into Mass Effect two, and I'm like, Oh man, I just really like Yeah I am just enthralled with what they're doing with the story now because then I had told you my thoughts a little bit, like I just the one was very dated in the storytelling structure, like it it showed its age and like and i think you know i have no nostalgia for that game so i couldn't like put it aside and be like oh well you know i just love this game anyway so like i'll i'll do it like it was very much like i even said like i have to force myself to finish this game because i know good things are coming but i also don't want to just quit 75 percent of the way in and then be like Oh, but I don't understand some of these things. Like yeah. I just
1: like just put your nose to the grindstone and do it. They really hit the. They really sort of hit their stride in the second game. They knew what they were about. They knew they probably got critiques from the first game, and then it ended up being what I would say the best game in the series. I didn't play Andromeda, but I'm just going to assume that that's not the best game in the series. What uh? What are your thoughts on? the new mass effect game. I mean, it's all speculation at this point, but I love to do that. Um, you know, do you think it's going to be a continuation of the series or do you think it's going to be a totally new story? I As someone who hasn't way. finished, I mean,
0: I yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, I mean, I don't really know how the story ends so far. Um, I feel like it go either way. I don't know how Andromeda ended, but I'm sure they left it open-ended-ish enough.
1: I've I've looked at the lore. Like, I've watched enough like videos about the game. I just won't play it. I think they're going to do a totally new story. I think the response to Andromeda was so mixed that they are not going to continue that. I think it is going to be a different story set in the same universe,
0: and that's fine.
1: I think, I mean,
0: you know, I feel like a lot of games have been in doing that. Like, I mean, look at God of War. Yeah, look at how successful God of War was. And I like, I just, I think, I'm wondering too if like Andromeda just there wasn't enough time put in between them. I mean, granted, it was like four years after Mass Effect three, but still, like, I mean, I'm wondering if it just wasn't quite enough time for gamers to get that poor taste out of their mouths because i mean you know you look at game of thrones and like the next like the like spin-off series is
1: coming out and i'm like oh, i just don't know if i'm ready for this yet yeah, <laughs> like people had a lot of feelings about that yeah ending and looking back on it now i They're don't think it was terrible. as bad but you invested just like the mass effect games just like a lot of these games you invest so much time into the story so when the story doesn't play out the way that you think it's going to, or if you think that they skimped out on certain things, maybe the budget or just like the storytelling aspect, you feel cheated. You feel like hundred percent they've betrayed you in a sense. Yeah.
0: I, and again, this is not like a Game of Thrones podcast by any means, but I always say I'm okay where they ended. I'm not happy with how they got there though.
1: Yeah um did you see sorry to go back to yeah, yeah. mass effect did you see the n7 poster i did not but uh, or like,
0: maybe him. it looked a- like a butthole oh yes yes like a gray yeah li-
1: li- like gray skin with a blue hole in the middle it, yeah but it's like on a wall or something like yes like
0: no i did see it i i didn't know if it meant like a different one because i was like he can't be talking about that one
1: <laughs> yeah and just a little fun fact for people that have played mass effect um mass effect released some statistics about people who played the game, and... All right, so in Mass Effect 2, you were able to... Uh, I don't know... If, do you remember if this statistics for Ma- Mass Effect 1 or 2? I think it's 1. Okay, so 15% of players did not even recruit Garrus, one of the most popular characters in the series.
0: That's just, like... That's mind-blowing to me, because the second I picked up Garrus, I did not let him go. I was like, he is just... He's my homie, you know? I might not agree with some of his thoughts but if he were to convince me that my way of thinking is wrong i think he might be able to yeah he... i honestly think like but he just like he's just awesome like it just the the way his character is done is just so cool and it blew my mind like when i was like and he's like the first companion like like that like is like an optional yeah pick what up. are you
1: gonna do just not take them like
0: exactly like and it, mind blowing like it just
1: <laughs> i think he had the best writing out of all the characters oh for sure because it wasn't overdone it wasn't like a sympathy thing it was really just like here's what he stands for you can take him or leave him well, and, and most and people took that, him apparently well, And that's
0: why i like that is 100% why i liked him it wasn't like a oh woe is me my life is so hard and i
1: have to start anew. knew he's like yo i hate being a cop this sucks <laughs> yeah. like like i'm like i'll just hang out with you yeah like i don't feel like i'm making the change that i want to see and i want to do that i want to make that change and so yeah. it's just like goes vigilante with you it's pretty cool. yeah and it's
0: dope he's and then just mass like...
1: effect two, they like double down on that i'm not gonna spoil anything
0: oh oh, oh so he does come back
1: oh yeah yes. yeah, yeah. oh but thank he's... god what do you I... think they're not gonna bring him back
0: well you know when i asked what's his face i was like yo what's Garrus up to he's like he's moved on it's been
1: two years i'm like oh man
0: like not my homie <laughs> yeah.
1: uh have you seen dune of course i've seen dune all right um i again this is more we're getting more into like general pop culture but i'm okay with that what'd you think it was really really cool i
0: think it. it's so hard to explain like i feel like it was too slow but also too fast in some parts
1: yeah i don't know why dune makes me think of mass effect but now i know it does about no it. Yeah.
0: i like totally get that um yeah, I really liked it. I thought the marketing for it was a bit odd for one actress in particular. Yeah, um, She was like the face of the movie and she was in the movie for maybe seven minutes. And it's a long movie. It's like, it's yeah. like two hours and 40 minutes.
1: Me and my wife had to watch it over a span of three days Yeah, because, because it's just so long. <laughs> no,
0: it's a long movie. I, I really like what they're doing with it though. I think it maybe could have done a bit better story-wise if it was a tv show just to flesh out some elements because like there are some aspects of it where like it's like oh wow like this seems like a really big thing and then like okay like for example they show up to this new planet and like within 15 minutes of like i mean not in the world but like 15 minutes later in the movie like the son is already trying to be assassinated by like a rival house and it's like wow this is quick yeah wowza
1: i think they i mean if i tried to read the book and say try i am reading the book after i watched the movie because i was like i just want to know a little bit more about it that's exactly how the book's written they do not offer like a ton of explanations on things it is very true to the point where it's just like listen this is what's going on like the world is you know what it is like and just kind of pick up as much as you can as you go along and I think they did a good job with that. there's so much that they could have focused on mm-hmm. that the whole movie would be exposition
0: Well and it's funny I, I like that too like I like how it doesn't hold your hand like the movie just expects like okay this isn't your first sci-fi like you've seen Star Wars you've seen Lord of the Rings Mystical space powers. That's all you gotta
1: know. Yeah, they just completely brush past some stuff like that, where it's like, if that was your first kind of toe dip in the genre, you'd be like, what the? Oh, no, we gotta
0: take a step back. However, I like, like I said, like, I mean, like, if I feel like nowadays, like, if you're gonna go see that movie, it's because it's like, oh, I like sci fi and this looks like a really cool sci fi thriller movie. And that's exactly what it is.
1: It definitely scratches that itch for sure. So yeah. if you haven't seen Dune, go see it. Take two hours and 45 minutes of your life and sit down.
0: If you don't want to see it in the theaters, if you have HBO Max, you can stream it on there. Cause that's... Only for a limited
1: time. Oh, I really? Think for the month of November. And then after that, they're going to take oh, it off.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Yeah, so do it now while the sand is hot. The, oh. And the spice is flowing. The worms look like buttholes, too. Oh, my God. Buttholes with teeth, dude. Yeah, it, it, was, it was interesting. Um, I think that's going to be our show for today. Uh, Zach, where could you find Pixel Pals offline? You can find
0: us at Twitter, at Pixel Pals. Okay. Pixel Pals
1: podcast. Pixel Pals. Pixel Pals Pod. Pixel Pals Pod. So, something like that. You'll find us. It's, it's not... going to be. Uh, it's linked to the episode as well as uh, emailing us. Yes. At pixelpalspodcasting at gmail if you have anything that we'd like to talk about, if you have a favorite game of all time uh, and you want to see that we've played it, we do take suggestions and uh, hopefully you all are staying safe and you're having a good time out there. I think we that's going to wrap it for today. That is it for me. All right. Until next time.